balls so dry, they explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That would. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them dry, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. What is that? It's my balls! God damn it, Carmen! How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Suck My Bass, Suck My Bass, My Bass, My Bass, Suck My Bass. Suck My Balls, a South Park review. Just to give you the the patented catchphrase there to start off the show. I'm your host on the scene with the air is clean and I'm lighting up that green. Yeah, boy, MSG. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Shaver. Each and every week, me and my two bros, who don't call females hoes, like to sit down and review South Park episodes, and uh, we think we know everything off the top of our nose. I can just keep rhyming all morning. <laughs> but I digress. First up on the scene, he's from the West. Smoking tough as always with his scoops smoke counter. Ladies and gentlemen, he's back. He'll be your stockbroker's assistant for a nominal fee. Ladies and gentlemen, time back, 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 Mr. Scoop. Scoops on mute. Mute. Huh? Scoops. Scoops muted again. Scoops on mute. Man, I did that whole thing too. I was like, time out, time out, time out, time out. Yeah. <laughs> Scoops on mute. The patented shirt. It's coming soon to a shop near you. Oh my god, that would be the best shirt. <laughs> you cannot it'll on the back <laughs> on the front it'll say scoops on the scoops on on the back it'll say you cannot mess with my stoil. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh god, st- I like it. Uh, and of course uh our third guy in the booth, this guy is always there. He's always there to be fair, call things right down the middle until he gets in the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a writer, a producer, a director, a connoisseur of lots of things, illegal and legal. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for this man. Well, I don't mean to piss you off with things I might say. Dirty. So when I try to shut my mouth, 
What's going on, Joe? Oh, not a whole hell of a lot. Same shit, different toilet. Well, okay. Um, well, maybe you should, I don't know, download the official Toilet Finder app that George invented on Seinfeld or whatever, so that way you can figure out the finest toilets in the city. Yes, yes, I will definitely do that. <laughs> well, we're back, guys, for another edition of Suck My Balls. Of course, shout out to our sponsor, TheBakedBoysClub.com. Uh, our good friends over there, just having a good conversation with them. They were continued to be very excited with working with us. And they've also, uh, you know, we might have uh, some sort of little Baked Boys South Park Suck My Balls t-shirt collaboration coming here in the future as well. So visit thebakedboysclub.com. You'll hear our advertisement later on uh, this episode. But we're back for Cartman Land. This is Suck My Balls episode number 74. It is season five, episode five. Now we're kind of at the, I'm sorry, season five, episode six. Uh, this we're kind of at the middle point of this season. Um, you know that Joe, I mean, before we get started, did you like this episode more than Scott Tannerman? Because I feel like you've been waiting for this episode. I enjoyed this one more than Scott Tannerman. Yes, I figured you were waiting for this. this was probably a better, a more funny one for you. Uh, but this episode, uh, kind of the culmination of a couple uh, is a uh, you know, a, th- a five season storyline. It's not really a storyline, but if you've seen Cartman ever go to his grandma's house in Nebraska, which we talked about on the Merry Christmas Charlie Manson episode, or he's talked to his grandma before, uh, you know, he's put in a lot of time. But unfortunately uh, for the family, not for Cartman, Cartman's grandmother's passed away. And uh, in doing so, in the, this six episode of season five, the 71st episode of South Park overall, which aired on July 25th, 2001. Cartman inherited a million dollars from his grandmother is going to fulfill his lifelong dream of owning his amusement park. So as mentioned there, upon the death of his grandmother, Cartman inherits $1 million about the funeral, right? And Cartman's like, eh, guys, it takes forever. Man, I'm going to get with John. It's not how I wanted to spend my, spend my Saturday. Why couldn't grandma have died on a weekday? <laughs> <They're just> cool. <laughs> I can grab my dad on a school day. And then when once they think they're done, they're going to go to a will ceremony. For those of you who have never experienced someone passing in their life, dude, whatever age it is, or you're just, you know, you live under a box or a rock and you have no friends or family, maybe. I don't know. The bottom line is, though, you know, a lot of times when people pass away, they'll have wills made up, usually to leave certain items, possessions, money, art, whatever it is. You leave things to your friends and family. So Cartman and Leanne are going to attend this with their family. And Cartman's going to get some great news. For you, Eric, I leave from my life savings the sum of $1 million to be transferred to you immediately. Who's a jigger what? A million dollars? Eric is the primary benefactor of my estate, since it is likely the rest of you would spend the money on crack. Crack. Oh, my. That can't be. Does this mean I have $1 million? Yes, Eric. It's yours. Anyway, you don't understand. Since I was two years old, it has been my dream to have one million dollars. And now, you do. And now, you do. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, Carbon Aaron's one million dollar scoop. Have you ever gone to a funeral or been part of a will ceremony where people are going to leave you or your family some shit? 
Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Did they leave you some shit? Yeah, actually. Uh, I've come well, hold on. In... If it's not, is it is it money? Did they leave you any money? No. Okay, yeah. What did they leave you then? <laughs> um, there's a house in Utah that my sisters and I inherited. And it's a, it's a huge, like, ranch thing that uh, we had corn and uh, I can't remember what else it was. Hail. Horses, cows, and uh, chickens. Wow. It was a giant farm that our family had. Wow. And my sisters get it. And I think... Sisters like, get the farm? Uh, they don't want it. Oh, as as far as as I'm concerned, everyone that I've talked to, there's my youngest sister that it might be it might come down to her or me for it. But nobody else wants to take care of a farm. Everybody else is like, well, let's just sell it and get rid of it. The maintenance and the upkeep has got to be so, paid in the end. It's like, well, not if you live on it. You know what I mean? So and this is in where, Utah? Yeah. God damn it, Joe. I think we're moving to Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got a gig out there that works. You I know, mean, we know Vince Russo too, so I mean, that's great. Shout out to Vince Russo, Russo's brand.com. Check them out. Uh, but and DCW Division Championship Wrestling. But yeah, I guess we're moving to Utah. To man, the Tegrity Farm, Tegrity. Uh, Joe, have you ever been to a will ceremony? No, I have not been to a will reading. A will reading. I'm That's what I should clip. <clears throat> will reading. I didn't know what the pro- as I was sitting there making the clip. It was like ceremony, uh, seance. Party, I'm like, yeah, not really a party. You know, it's not the Brit death. I was yeah. like, ceremony. All right, so will reading. No, and I have never gone to one either. I mean, I've had people, of course, pass away, uh, but I've never got to go to the will ceremony and be like, oh, we're gonna leave you some shit. So if you're a family member, leave me some shit. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, leave me some stuff. It doesn't have to be money. You know, just you know, leave me a snowboard. That'd be pretty cool. Someone remember me by. Uh, so delighted now, back to the episode, Cartman makes an offer to buy an amusement park. So how this sets up is you know, he's excited, so he goes to the bank. But before going to the bank, we shoot over to Stan and Kyle, right? And they're watching TV, too, and they're having – I'm not sorry. They're not watching TV. They're playing with the Jennifer Lopez uh, action figure <laughs> and a fucking car. Hi, oh, Miss Lopez. <laughs> Don't do that. And they burned him, right, with the magnifying glass. Um so after doing that, then Cartman is at the bank now, and he's cashing out his $1 million uh, because he has plans with this $1 million. He had some of the people in the town that were all watching, right? Mr. Garrison, what do you – Eric, are you sure you want to take out that money? Wouldn't it be better to leave it in the bank? Oh, oh no, I'm spending it, Mr. Garrison. He was actually Mr. Garrison's question was seemed like to be the only legitimate question where he wasn't trying to get money out of him. And because of that, Cartman answered him respectfully. Oh no, I'm actually taking it out to spend it. But everybody else, don't you think you should invest that money, son? Hey, don't you think you want to do this? Hey, don't like as soon as somebody, you know, that uh, Father Maxie, I think the church has plenty of money. Right. <laughs> the church, don't, don't you want to make a donation? I think the church has plenty of money, Father Maxie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Kenny runs over, tells the guys, hey, you know, Cartman's got a million dollars. So they run back, find Cartman. Stan even asked for 20 bucks. And at this point, I just want to let you guys know. I had a moment <laughs> there. I was sitting there. Cartman's all like, no, get get your own money. Get your own damn job. And Kyle's like, dude, you you inherited that money. You didn't earn it. And he's like, don't you tell me. I didn't. And the nights of, you know, uh, having to smell my grandma who smells like 
cat piss and get pinched down the cheek for years. Don't tell me I didn't earn this money. Uh, but I was thinking, you know, as I was thinking last night, I was watching this. I was like, damn, you know, when when we get a bunch of money here, if Joe ever asked me for 20 bucks, I wouldn't be like, no, I'm not going to give it $20. Like, That's kind of fucked up. You could at least give it stay on 20 bucks. Come on. Anyway, that being said, Cartman heads to Funland to purchase an amusement park because, well, he doesn't like lines. Don't you see? Forever it has been my dream to have my very own theme park so that I could be alone in it all day, every day. I love theme parks. But the lines, everywhere you go, people, crowds, the rides are great, but all the lines, lines, lines. If there's one thing I hate, all the lines, 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 lines. And then there get to be so many people that they make fast pass. So then there's lines for fast pass. You stand in line to get a ticket to stand in line later. Then there's lines for the bathrooms, lines for the drinks, lines for cantankerous and rare cantankerous things. I get out words here now. And so you see, this park is for me. Nobody else will be allowed in. So the basis on that is the uh, fun park, fun land owner was just about to sell it. Then he goes, I can't sell you the park. Park's not making any money, so Kyle explains, I don't really care about the fucking money. I just don't like lines. And we don't have a pop culture reference, but there is a pop culture reference in here. This is a yeah, Dr. Was, Seuss reference. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like straight up Dr. Seuss reference. And I think, don't they even start kind of making, like, putting Seuss characters in the theme park towards the end of that yeah, monologue, too? They do. And this isn't, this won't be the first time they reference and maybe it's in the continuity. I haven't looked there, but I know that they reference again when we talk about the um, scars for a plot, scars for a cause. Yeah, yeah. She's parody as well. I stand, stay ground. Did you cut our race? So after uh, buying that, now uh, you know when he hears the Cartman's good fortune, Kyle and uh, Stan go down there, and then Kyle, because of the stress that he ensues by seeing Cartman continue to be successful, he comes down with a hemorrhoid, which becomes increasingly worse as Cartman's fortune increases. Now, after an ad about Cartman's theme park comes on TV, informing people that no one will be allowed in, in, which eventually business analysts will believe to be the brilliant, you can't come in marketing technique. Uh, you know, but Kyle, before doing so, Kyle, I didn't, I didn't want to clip this because last week we got kicked on Facebook, and I'm thinking that we're getting kicked for the music portion of the clips, uh, for like the 30 to 40 seconds. So I didn't put this clip in because there is a, uh, a piano uh, background uh, music when Kyle is in the synagogue. And or is it is it a synagogue? Did I get that right? It's yeah, a, it's a synagogue. It's yeah. a synagogue. Um, when they're in the synagogue, Stan comes in asking Kyle what's wrong. Kyle explains, I'm nine years old and I got a hemorrhoid, Stan. <laughs> so <laughs> then they go back to fucking Stan's house and, you know, Kyle brings in his fucking little seat cushion. And, you know, he's like, I just can't get the thought of uh, overcarving. He's like, don't worry about it, dude. And then they see this fucking amazing commercial. Dude, just forget about it. We can't let him get to us or he wins. I guess you're right. Hey, everybody, check out the all-new Cartman Land. It's our grand opening. Cartman Land has over 100 fabulous rides, sick roller coasters, and tons of great surprises. And the best part is, you can't come. That's right, because at Cartman Land, only I, Eric Cartman, can get in. That means only I can ride the all-new Tornado Twister, a roller coaster that splashes in the water. Wow. 
It's the greatest amusement park in the Colorado area. And nobody can go. Especially Stan and Kyle. <laughs> Come on down to Carbon Land now. But don't plan on getting past the parking lot, because remember, so much to do at Carbon Land. Thank but you can't come. I just like that part. And then, wow! Yeah. <laughs> so, Cartman Land uh, is outlawing anybody. And after seeing that, Kyle and Stan are like, fuck that. We're breaking into this shit. We're going into the theme park. So, they head to the theme park. Cartman's getting off one of He's going through his rides. He's so, there's like all these like montages of rides he's on. And it ends with him going, I am so happy. So he's coming out of the fucking spooky ghost house and he starts to hear some rumblings. What the hell are you doing? Oh crap. Oh god, get me off of here! Dude! <laughs> I have to go home! I need my cream! I need my cream! My cream! Alright, let's go! That's right, you stay out! You can't keep us up forever, you I've had a hemorrhoid. It's it's painful, but it's not this painful. <laughs> the way that he's making it. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. I've had some pretty bad ones. I've had some a lot some hemorrhoids, but they've never been, like I said, that bad to where it's popped or something like that. Yeah, I've never had that. Um, but Kyle is then taken to the hospital where he denounces his faith completely. And his parents uh, also um I didn't put this clip in, but there's also a description about his parents discussing the trials a joke after he denounces his faith later in the episode. And then Sheila and Gerald try to use a, a, a story from the Bible. They're like, you know, well, let me tell you a story about Job. He questioned his faith to God. <laughs> and they tell the story about how, how God tests Job and sending down, you know, different plagues on its crops and his family dying and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then they just end the story. And Kyle's like, that's it? That's the story? That sucks. <laughs> uh, but yes, here's uh, Stan explaining, or sorry, here's Kyle explaining to Stan, which by the way, we'll get into later. This this scene doesn't make, this whole scene about Kyle not believing in God doesn't make sense. We already watched New Year's Eve 1999. That being said, here's the clip. But it's okay, Stan, because I finally figured it out. You see, if someone like Carmen can get a million dollars in his own theme park, then there is no God. There's no God, dude. Kyle, don't say such things. Why? Why, Mom? Because if I do, something bad will happen to me? Because if I do, your god might not shower me with his blessings of infected hemorrhoids? Kyle, you, you just don't understand it. No, I finally do understand. There is no justice. There is no god. Do you hear me? I renounce my faith. Renouncing his faith. So Stan trying to reassure Kyle that nobody can, you know, really enjoy a theme park alone. Of course, as I mentioned, Carmen is shown to be having a considerable amount of fun by himself. However, after the incident with Stan and Kyle, he is forced, that being Cartman, to hire security. So he hires a security guard, and, uh, you know, he starts having the conversation with the security guard. And he's, trying to, he's telling the security guard, okay, okay, I'll let you ride my rides. <laughs> and the security guard's like, I don't want to ride rides. And he's like, why don't you let in two people a day? And if you let in two people a day, that'll pay for my salary. So Cartman agrees to that, but here's uh, Cartman's uh, spiel about the, the uh, paying services in line rides. All right, so listen, all I want you to do is keep anybody out who tries to get in here. If you see anybody on my property, especially Stan and Kyle, you are to shoot on sight. 
So what does this job pay? All right, now this is very hard for me to do, you understand. But in return for you working security, I'll let you ride two rides a day. But only two rides, and only if I'm not on them. Uh, I'm afraid I don't really like rides. <laughs> but you can ride anything you want, and you don't have to wait in line. I'm not interested. Dude, are you from Mars or something? Any ride you want. <laughs> Dude, are you from Mars or something? Any ride you want. You're right. Oh my God! You know, since we're talking about lines, you know, Carmen makes some very good valid points about amusement parks these days. The fact that you show up, you know, there's all these lines, and then they have these fast passes, and you get in, you get a fast pass, but then you're now in a fast pass line, which doesn't really seem to be moving any faster than the regular goddamn line. A lot of they got to figure out a way. I get it. There's a lot of people on the in, on this floating rock that we're living on nowadays. But they got to figure out a way to streamline amusement parks a lot better. I don't know if we can do that, <laughs> but somebody needs to do that. You know, I'm not saying you set up appointments because that would just get, uh, you know, cumbersome. But there's got to be a way to streamline these processes a lot better. Um, nah, so appointments would be great. Like, hey, hey, I had a 115 for Space Mountain. It is now 125. I want my money back. Maybe, you know, I had a 137 for X, Ultimate X at Six Flags. I don't know. Oh, Ultimate X is so good. Oh, I know. I, I need to get back to Magic Mountain. It is. Ultimate X was, that was, yeah, that's a Six Flags in general. If you have a chance, mm -hmm. if you're in the Western region, go to Six Flags, California. I have never been to uh, Six Flags, Texas or Six Flags, New York, New Jersey. But I we're going to do that, Scoop. Yeah. We're going to go to all these, all these amusement parks, and while we're doing it, we'll make a vlog, and we'll, we'll, um, we'll turn it into a burger blog. It'll be in and out versus whatever burger, and we'll test all the burgers in the United States. Six flags. Okay, I'm rambling here. So more expenses begin to pile up for Cartman now, uh, because what happens is he, the first two people to buy tickets are <laughs> Clyde and Butters, and they, they're in line. Cartman's pissed. Wait a minute. Lines, lines, what are you guys doing here? Lines. And Butters is like, well, we're waiting to get on this ride, but the ride doesn't look like it's work. Work, and you know, we paid forty nine ninety nine or whatever for a ticket. So Cartman tries to get the security guard to pick. Security guard is like, I'm not the maintenance guy. You're gonna need to hire a maintenance guy. So let in two more guys. So eventually, Cartman has to let in eight people now because the maintenance people want food and beverages. So he had to let in food and beverages. Anyway, so now he lets in eight people and he's announcing that to the crowd. Well, Stan tries to sneak in under the pseudo name of Mike Gaynor. The stupid maintenance person demanded I have food and drinks inside the park. So now I've had to hire a beverage person and a cotton candy person, which means I now have to let eight people come in a day. But you are to try your best not to ride any rides that I am on. Understood? All right, let's go. Jimmy! Wait a minute. Who are you? Mike Gaynor. Ha! Get the hell <laughs> Dan, God damn it, Carmen, let me in. I thought you said buying a theme park was stupid. Security! It is stupid, Carmen. You made Kyle lose his faith in God, you fat asshole. Get him out of here. Move along, sir. Ah! This isn't over, Carmen! Ugh. <laughs> so, Move yes, along, sir. Move along, sir. With uh, the fucking pepper spray. Yeah. So the park now, you know, kind of ends up becoming successful as the fact, as we mentioned, more people were slowly allowed in when Cartman had to. Now, while this is going on, Kyle is watching, the, he's in the hospital watching a news broadcast 
which tells him that the park is incredibly successful, making lots of money, and it praises Cartman for being such an amazing businessman, uh, which then ends up sending Kyle abruptly now into heart failure. And though he is eventually resuscitated, it becomes clear that he is losing his will to live. Uh, we're going to play about this clip, and then I want to talk about some CNBC stuff here. Welcome back to Money Quest. In just over two weeks, young financial genius Eric Cartman has managed to turn a theme park that was seeing less than 100 attendees a day into a thriving park with attendance in the thousands. And the way he did it was with the brilliant you-can't-come technique. For the first several days, the young businessman saturated the market with claims that nobody could get into his park. It made the public crazy. So then, weeks later, when he opened the doors, they were lining up around the block. Simply amazing. Well, I, I think we should point out that this technique is already Here being comes applied by businesses Tom, all over man. the country. I'm sorry, we're no longer taking reservations. Nobody can eat here. You'll have to leave now. No, I'm sorry. You can't see this movie. Nobody can see this movie. I can't even go in. Oh, nobody is allowed to see go in. Get out of here. Amazing. Eric Cartman is surely the financial genius of our time. Uh, 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 Kyle? Kyle? Get the doctor! So, yes, uh, he goes on Money Quest, which is a kind of a parody of CNV's type shows of mad money or whatever. Uh, the reason why I figured we'd bring it up is uh, we happen to have a guy who does this for a living. He's your co-host, Ian. Uh, how much of a kick did you get out of seeing a stock money show on South Park? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, I fucking watched this daily. What the fuck? <laughs> that was pretty funny. I was like, oh, shit. How accurate, as far as would you say, the presentation style of the show? Is it those type of money shows, Ian, like as far as how they talk and whatnot? Pretty accurate. Pretty accurate? All right. Joe, do you ever watch any money, mad money, quest type uh, shows? I used to watch Kramer a lot a couple That's of the guy years ago. The the sound effects? Yeah, yeah. that uh, Cartman was making fun of in You Have Zero Friends. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We um, yeah, we haven't I, uh, yeah, we haven't gotten it, but that's such a great... You're going to need to drop Kip Jordy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I used to watch a lot of CNBC when I was in, like, high school and maybe a little bit when I was in the Navy, not so much now. If I ever do watch CNBC now, it's because it's on like a sling or not sling like Pluto for free. And usually they'll run replays of like um, Shark Tank. So like sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll watch CNBC for that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Shark Tank is great. But other than that, I don't watch a lot of CNBC either. So, yeah. So I, I thought that was a great scene. As we mentioned there, the HBC money show, money quest, if you will. So meanwhile, while this is going on, Cartman now, as we mentioned, is pissed. Because his park is now completely full after doing this whole spiel of you can't come in over time. And eventually he has to let, you know, he runs down this whole list and he's got to let in 850 people a day. Which means basically everybody can come to the park now. Uh, so, you know, Cartman is pissed because there's all these people, there's lines, you know. My biggest thought, though, in this, you know, as Cartman is pissed here, is, dude, you own the fucking park now, though. You don't have to wait in any line. Just go to the front of the line. You own the fucking park. That was my first option. Secondly, you, you can't come to the park after hours, too, Cartman, when no one's there and run and use the fucking park. Right. And then still have a fucking piece of fucking business that's going to continue to generate you more money. But Cartman is short-sighted here. But let's go to that here. Let's and he's eight. And he's eight. Well, nine. He's nine years old. 
nine, yeah. Look at it, Chris. That could completely turn this place around. He sure did. Oh, if I could only have a park that worked like this. Hey, there you are. Oh, hello. Congratulations on your success. Just give me my money back. What? I changed my mind. I don't want your stupid park. But it's doing great. You call this great? I call it hell. Trade me back, goddammit. You bet. I'll go get your money right now. Daddy, daddy, can we ride the rockets? Goddammit, get the f*** out of my way! <laughs> <laughs> Cartman's so pissed. Get the fuck out of my way. So uh, Cartman, you know, sells his park back to Mr. Funland. Uh, however, as Cartman is exiting the park, he's taken, his money is taken promptly by the IRS as a lawsuit by Mr. and Mr. Cor- Mrs. McCormack has ensued. Now, in this episode, Kenny dies as he's on one of the roller coasters and, uh, you know, as we, as it noted here and at Cartman even notes, uh, you know, um, he was standing up while he was supposed to be seated and Cartman's like, Kenny dies like every week. <laughs> so <laughs> he also owes an additional $13,000 for attempted fraud, which he cannot pay. He, he, and then he frantically, of course, turns around and tries to buy the park back from the owner so he can pay it off. But the owner not willing to resell due to the park's newfound success, as well as the fact that Chorus Cartman doesn't have any money now to buy back the park. So let's play that clip here. I'm Frank Garrett with the IRS. You haven't kept records of your income or payout, and there is a $500,000 discrepancy. Seize the assets. Hey, hey, that's my money! There's also the lawsuit of the little boy who died in your park. The family's entitled to the rest of this. What, Kenny? He dies all the time! You still owe $13,000 more than this, Mr. Cartman. We'll see you in court. Yeah. You can't take my money, goddammit! We know how well your park is doing. You'll make it back in no time. No, but I don't... Uh, uh. Hey! Hey, Mr. Flynn, I changed my mind. I need the park to make my money back. No way, Jose! But I'm getting sued now. If I don't have the park, I lose everything. I don't care, said Pierre. I'm from France. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, said Pierre. I'm from care, France. Pierre. I'm from France. So... Is as it's received, which I thought this was a little fucked up. I mean, I get it as the whole point of the story is Cartman to give a fuck, but I was like, man, nobody can just show up like that and just take your money like that. I mean, unless they have reasonable cause, but like th- it just happened. So they would have had to go on through a whole process. And usually they wouldn't show up looking for cash. It'd be, you know, like a wire transfer you'd send through a bank. That way they have a record for the court system. Anyway, right. That and- IRS, they have a fucking breadcrumb trail. The IRS always sends a letter first, but I think this is one of those suspension of disbelief things. Of course, of course. So Stan now seeing this or hearing all this gets the idea to bring Kyle down to the park where they can observe that Cartman is extremely miserable now and is frustrated more so than if he had never acquired the park in the first place. Uh, And you see Cartman outside. He's like throwing rocks at his old park. Yell, yeah, you can't do this to me. Scare me out. His security guard comes out, sprays, move along, sir. I hired you. You did work for me. And then sprays Mason in his eyes. So let's play that clip. It isn't fair. You goddamn assholes. It isn't fair. Look, Kyle. Look. You just built me up to knock me down, did you? What about my dream? What about my money? Huh? I'm so pissed off. Move along, sir. You're vandalizing private property. Move along, sir. Hey, you used to work for me. Kyle. He's coming back. That's it, baby. That's it. Oh, my God. Damn it, this dog. So now observing this justice, Kyle begins to start regaining his health and his desire to live. 
his uh, illness is put into remission, which were shown. The, the hemorrhoid apparently is a sentient being and it has eyes and mouse. And yes. he recovers almost instantly. He awakens, seeing Cartman's misery, realizes there is a god who cares for him after all. Wait a minute. Yes, the hemorrhoid is going to remission. Look, Kyle. Cartman is totally miserable. Even more miserable than he was before because he's had his dream and lost it. It's not fair. It's not fair. I want to die. I want to die. <laughs> you are up there. And that is your episode recap. Yo, what's up, guys? Check out our fancy, dancy, stonerific threads here that we picked up from thebakedboysclub.com, our brand new sponsor. We're sporting them. Joe over there is always fresh. Looking, I mean, Joe, how fresh is that shirt? It's fresh. It's fresh. And then you got Tom Bow, Tom Bow Scoop here, Ian. I mean, he's looking pretty saucy, or as mm. they like to call it, the Versace T-shirt. Yeah. I mean, look at this guy. He's just a sexy beast with that T-shirt. Mm. And, of course, I've got the amazing NES shirt here. So, guys, to get this great apparel, visit thebakedboysclub.com. Use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD, and you'll save 15% off your order. So not only can you get baked, but we're going to save you some money so you can continue to get baked. So visit thebakedboysclub.com. Bakedboysclub.com. Use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD. Baked Boys. Not just a brand. Not just a brand. It's not just a brand. It's It's a a lifestyle. lifestyle. Right, of course, once again, just want to thank our sponsor there, thebakedboysclub.com. Use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD. You'll save 15% off your order. Also want to thank some of our affiliate sponsors, thebrosters.com. Pick up your bag of Russo Bro Coffee and use the code uh, BRO5LB, and you'll save uh, 15% off your order there as well. So you actually save about 10 bucks. Save basically all of shipping. And then, of course, check out ZordosOliveOil.com for the finest Greek artisan olive oil flown in from Greece and uh, manufactured there. So it's from the actual fields of Greece. Get ZordosOliveOil.com. All right, uh, Joe, why don't you take us away with uh, – hold on. We haven't got to do this in a while, but let me cue it up. And now we're going to get into – What did Kenny say? That's right. What did Kenny say, Joe? What did Kenny say? He does have a couple lines here, but not a whole heck of a lot. His uh, one major line comes in the beginning of the episode. He runs up to Stan and Kyle panting and catching his breath. You guys, you guys, you got to come down to Cartman's house. You hear Cartman got a million dollars from his grandma. Stan's, Why? Kenny responds because his grandmother just died and her will says Cartman now has a million dollars. Kyle obviously responds not on in disbelief and Kenny knows, swear to God, it's true. Cartman's got a million dollars. And then he only had one really good line which I didn't notice when they actually get there. They go, holy smokes, Cartman really has a million dollars. And Kyle and Kenny says, see, I told you. That's uh, Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. And that's what Kenny said. That's what Kenny said. Very short. Well, uh, Scoop. 
why don't you now take us into our trivia? Cartman complains about the lions at the amusement parks in almost the, in almost the same manner the Grinch complains about the Who's celebrating of Christmas in the animated version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. There is a land at Cartman. Sorry, sorry, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are oh. a heel. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Scoop. There's a ride at Cartman Land called the Haunted Manor. This may be a reference to the Disney ride Haunted Mansion and its Disneyland Paris counterpart Phantom Manor. Furthermore, the Main Street seems to heavily inspired by Disney's Main Street USA. While the Yeti ride appears to be based on the Matterhorn at Disneyland, it's Splash Mountain Splash Mountain ride found at several Disney parks. Allegedly. Cartman. Look, <laughs> 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 like I just snuck that in there. <laughs> We're just throwing scoop off now. It's funny. <laughs> Cartman mentions the fast pass system used to shorten wait times at Disney theme parks. One of the reasons given oh, for. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fast, fast. Fuck it. Go ahead. One of the reasons given for Cartman's money in the park being taken away is that the little boy who died on the ride. To this, Cartman replies, who, Kenny? He dies all the time. This implies <laughs> that Cartman is aware of Kenny's repeated deaths prior to season six. I hate you guys. You guys are assholes. Especially Kenny. I hate him the most. Especially Kenny. I hate him the most. All right, so that was uh, your what did Kenny say? And that was. So there's still a lot of uh, some of your trivia. Let me, I was going to say, continuing on, Scoop. (laughs) The story of Job told, oh no, Stan disguises as a guy named Mike Gaynor. Mike Gaynor. (laughs) He can come back to that. He can come back to that. Ike is not seen in the episode. This is noteworthy because the B story in this episode is Kyle almost dying from a hemorrhoid. Mm-hmm. Kyle's parents are both in the hospital with him. His brother is not. Dude, what the That's fuck? I just noticed that. Yeah. Maybe they don't want to traumatize Ike because he's like a kindergartner or something. I know. I it would have been a funny side story if, like, we had gone to somebody in the Jewish family trying to take care of a Canadian. <laughs> like, like that would have been funny. I don't oh, know. that would have been great. Uh, the, the story of Job told here is not entirely true. It was Satan who took all of Job's wonderful things away. His friends came to comfort Job and question God. In the end, God gives Job a new family and even more <laughs> riches. So it's like... There you go. You got better ones. Whatever. <laughs> the fuck. In recent airings, airings, however, when in recent airings, whenever the disclaimer for the episode is shown, suspenseful music is heard. Cartman states that owning a million dollars is a lifelong dream of his. However, on several previous episodes, mainly in the season four, he is shown attempting to get ten million dollars in what he en- intends to purchase with his never made clear perhaps what his own theme park is is there a theme park that you could buy for a million dollars not now 
maybe no. 20 years ago. Maybe. You know, maybe 20 years ago. And if it was like in a small, uh, you know, a town like Colorado or in Colorado itself, where it's not a, a chain, you know what I mean? Yeah, you might have been able to. Right. I don't know if 20 years ago you could have gotten one for a million dollars because, like, I think even back in the 70s, Six Flags paid like six million to buy uh, their California park. But that's going off on a tangent. All right. Well, that is it, then, I believe, for your trivia. Uh, We don't have any pop culture listed other than what we talked about during the episode. Uh, So, Joe, why don't you take us through some of the continuity and how they connected all the dots this week? Okay, I will take you through the continuity, how they connected the dots. There's not a whole heck of a lot. Uh, As we alluded to at the beginning of the podcast, the Jennifer Lopez doll and car returns in proper condom use where there are burn marks caused by the firecracker that the boys stuck in it in this episode. Um, The other... Continuity tie-in would be that Cartman's extended family from Merry Christmas, Charlie Manson, returns again. We touched on that a little earlier. Um, And by the way, I'm wrong because in 1989, September of 1989, GAR negotiated a deal with International Broadcasting Corporation that would result in the sale of Vernon Valley, Great Gorge, and Action Park for $50 million. (laughs) So... I don't think you could have bought an amusement park for $1 million 24 years ago. No, no. Which is when it closed in September of 96. So back in 1989, which I was born in 88, so literally 32 years ago, it sold for $50 million. So that answers our question, I think, uh, directly, Scoop. No, you cannot buy a park for $1 million. No. I think so. All right, let's go to our top likes. And uh, Ian did uh, some some top likes here. Why don't you tell them about us, uh, Scoop? So uh, we kind of talked about it during the episode and Cartman's Cartman uh, saying that his money was hard earned by basically being a grandson. So he said being a grandson (laughs) was hard work, which is, you know, going back to that, you know, them asking to borrow $20 for a new jacket or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you get, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends. I mean, I wouldn't say, I, I think definitely putting up with maybe family members can be cumbersome. I don't know if it's worth a million dollars if you're eight. Maybe over the course of 30 or 40 years, you could have made that argument. Uh, but that I, I don't know if it would be eight at eight years old. Um, you know, it, interesting, your, your second top like here is actually, I didn't write this down, but this is actually my dislike. Go ahead. So uh, I put Kyle losing faith in God and then it coming back in the end. I thought it was pretty funny. He got the hemorrhoid and, you know, he started questioning everything. He was like, why does Cartman get a million dollars? But here I am stuck with a hemorrhoid and everything. See what if he could just wait a little bit, he'd find out. We're talking about it now, of course. I mean, what bothered me about the fact is I referenced it. We saw God. Kyle saw God. He was in Vegas for Rod Stewart New Year's Eve 1999 bash. He saw God come down half looking possum, cat, rabbit, whatever the fuck he was. So he knows he's real. That bothered me a little bit. But I mean, even if he knows he's real, that could just be like any other person with faith that knows God's real questioning their faith. Yeah, but they even... saw God. There's difference. Faith is a, a, a hope context where you pretend, you pre- I don't want to say pretending, but you hope that this inanimate being is real. 
He literally saw God, and Stan asked him what a clitoris was. So he knows so, God's real. <laughs> faith is believing in something that you can't is it's just like it's knowing something is true that you can't prove that's what faith is you can prove it fair enough case. in this case uh scoop maybe was, i was just really high and looking too deep <laughs> <laughs> scoop what was your third thing you liked here uh kyle or never oh what i was on the wrong episode with that one yeah i'm like what well, this is not pp pp <laughs> <laughs> He wrote down the pee-pee episode about Kyle having to drink the pee. He must have watched that one afterwards. But I was going to say, that was uh, quite what the What the fuck? What has happened to this place? I don't recognize it anymore. That's my favorite South Park song. Even though it's so racist, it's a fucking... It's a, there's a 20-minute wait to go down one ride, and the instructions are in Spanish on the zip line ride. That's in Just learning English. <laughs> anyway, Joe, go ahead and tell us. Oh my God. Um, I'm kind of surprised we didn't have the soundbite of it. But when Cartman gets the money from the bank as he's walking down the street, he's look at the way the light reflects off it. And the spearmint color. It just like the whole whole monologue just always makes me laugh. Yeah. Like. I think music. it had. I think it had a music bed under it. There were certain clips. Yeah, of- yeah, you're right. It did have a music bed under it. So you're right. That would be why. Um, I didn't necessarily go back too much on the return to the belief of God, but like Kyle straight up calling out God for being an asshole with the yeah. story of Job. And granted, I mean, his parents told it to him incorrectly. A lot of people get told the story of Job incorrectly. They're all led to think that it's God that was taking it away and not Satan, but... Well, yeah, because, well, I mean, because if the story is God is enabling Satan, essentially, what it is, so that's kind of what it is, right? God's proving to Satan, see, I can do this to Job, and he will still believe me, you know what I mean? Technically, God is enabling Satan's actions, so that's why people just say God did it. Okay, fair enough. Um... Cartman giving himself the safety lecture when he hops onto the rides when he's the only one there. That's right. Hey, keep your head. Keep, keep your head hands inside and out, Tanzan. Right. <laughs> and then he cranks it. And then yeah, he cranks it, jumps into the. <laughs> That's right. He's his own fucking yes. announcer, ticket taker, ride fucking yeah, operator. A- Ride attendant, and then um, the security guard macing the shit out of Mike Gaynor. Gaynor, move along, sir. What a name, Mike Gaynor. Yeah, and the way, yeah, and the way he says it, Mike Gaynor. Mike Gaynor. (laughs) And all Cartman has to do is rip a bandaid off. Ha! I knew it was you, Stan. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's like the Superman fucking costume where you just take off the glasses. Oh, I knew it was you. <laughs> like it's okay. Oh god. Uh, um, so that that was some of our top likes. What's going on? The only thing I really didn't like about the episode is I didn't like how it ends. Like I know that Cartman is supposed to get screwed. I just didn't like how it was like the IRS just shows up and kind of takes the money like that. I don't know. I just thought it was a little rushed to kind of take the money like that. Um 
but nothing else I really didn't like about this episode. Everything else was pretty good. Um, you know, I wouldn't say that this was the funniest episode of South Park of all time, but it is a funny, good episode. And it's definitely a an episode coming off the fact where Cartman makes Scott Tannerman eat his own parents a couple episodes. Cartman gets his full return here a couple episodes later. So Cartman is getting, you know, um, his comeuppance here uh, in full fold. Um, so, Joe, did you have anything you didn't like about the episode? Um, just there, nothing that couldn't be explained off with, uh, suspension of disbelief with the whole, um, just like, there's a couple things like, okay, where do you get the money for the commercial X, Y, and Z? If you spent it all on the, I had the same thought, but I actually, as someone who works at a television station and I was thinking about it, if he only aired the commercial in the Colorado region on one channel, Maybe during a couple times during the day, probably wouldn't cost him honestly more than five ten bucks. Because it's local. Uh, okay, fair enough. That's a good point. Because paid programming, the, well, I mean, the last local station I worked at in Washington, we were charging them like three dollars a spot, and, right, right. and it was like a local paid program. But that spot would air, you know, like ten times a day, so they were paying for it. They're being like thirty bucks a day, right? But right. yeah, like that's how those deals are brokered for local. It's very cheap. And then there's always those advertisements I'm sure you've seen on Xfinity. Do you want to advertise here on your local businesses? Well, now you can. Suck my butt. Suck my butt. Suck my butt. All right, uh, Scoop, did you have anything you didn't like about this episode? Um, Cartman, or not Cartman, uh, Kyle falling on the fence and popping his hemorrhoid. Uh, hmm. Like, What's he doing on the fence, first of all, with the hemorrhoid? <laughs> anyway, how's he doing on the fence with the hemorrhoid? Yes, I agree with you. My, what my Mine's kind of part of that. You I don't ever – can't die from a hemorrhoid. That's like the, so the extreme nature that they evolved. They, you know, they push it out. It's got an infection. It's going to spread to his lungs from his – he's got cancer in his ass, man. Uh that's <laughs> so a little extreme that he, he could die from a hemorrhoid. Uh, but that was the only thing I really didn't like about that. Um, that's it. That's it, you guys, for another edition suck my balls, suck my balls. of Suck My Balls. I'm your host on the scene where the air is clean and I'm lighting up that green. Yeah, boy, MSG. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. Each and every week I host Light the Fuse, an AEW review podcast with the head coach of the Matt Sell Matt's of the bleh, bleh, with the head coach of the Matt Seidel Dojo, Chris Silvio, as well as with independent improv professor, producer, star Ben Hamid of Hacker Hamid as well. So you can check out AEW's Light the Fuse every Thursday. We are live on Ben Hamid's YouTube as well as for right now, you can go to patreon.com slash Group if you want to hear the audio version. We will have more information in the coming weeks on what Hamid Media Group's plan is for all of their digital distribution. As well as you can check out patreon.com slash TV. If you're listening to this from uh, the previous week, uh, last week, Stevie Ray had track star athlete Stanley Floyd on, and they discussed performance-enhancing drugs in sports. This all stemmed from Stevie Ray having a conversation with Vince Russo about uh, PEDs and what it does and doesn't do. So Stevie Ray was like, well, I'm going to go get somebody who knows. So he went out and got track star Stanley Floyd. So check that out, patreon.com slash Stevie Ray TV. Joe, what do you got? 
Uh, same stuff I always got. Uh, DCW on Fight TV, Primos on social media, all that fun stuff. Uh, and yeah. All right, uh, Scoop, do you have any uh, parting words for us today? Uh, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> all right, that's going to do it for another edition of Check My Balls. We'll be back next week. Peace. Oh, oh, fuck yeah. For some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, 
where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. 